Running 100 miles seems impossible, and maybe even kind of crazy. And it is, but we believe in big crazy dreams. That's why we ran 100 miles. It was such a life-changing experience for us, we decided to devote this podcast to preparing and inspiring you to run your first ultra race. Are you ready to feel the highest highs and the lowest lows? Are you ready to do what you once thought was impossible? Are you ready for your trail to 100? Thank you for joining us here on Trail to 100, the podcast made to help you finish your first 100-mile race. I'm Jacob Bateman, and joining along with me is my beautiful and lovely wife, Melody. How's it going? And today, we move on to our fourth pillar, mindset. So this is the pillar that it's a big reason that a big allure and draw to me to get into ultra running. I think the mindset aspect of this is a big allure for a lot of people. Yes. So what, uh, what is that allure then? Why are we searching for this? In our, what are we searching for in our first 100-mile race? Well, I think it's just human nature to want to challenge ourselves and to grow and to learn. And I think that's a big reason a lot of people do ultras is because it's, it's big, it's scary, it's intimidating, it's challenging, and we're excited about you know, this unknown, this unknown territory and what are we from this and how are we going to grow? Yeah. It's pushing yourself that you haven't been pushed before. I mean, it's, it's in a world where a lot of things are really, really soft. This is a very hard thing. I, I like how you put that. I do think we live in a soft world and I wonder if there's like this primal something inside of us that I feel that personally this primal something inside of us that just craves rough and and craves being in nature and kind of going back to maybe our primitive roots which that that's a big reason for me for running ultras for all the men out there makes me feel like a man yeah. <laughs> when you're climbing up a mountain, you know, 60 miles in and dirty and sweaty and just pushing yourself, you know, yeah. getting uncomfortable, getting comfortable with being comfortable, basically. Oh, yeah. So it's been a good four years, four or five years. I don't even know what we're on of ultra running. And, and we're here to say that we're retiring. Yes, <laughs> exactly. And so, okay, so what kind of set then does it take to get you across the finish line of a 100-mile race? I feel like you need an optimistic slash positive mindset. I feel like you need a disciplined mindset. I feel like you need a growth mindset. Because you're going to run into obstacles in your training and on race day. And I think you need a mindset of how can I learn and grow from this when those obstacles arise? Yes, you you hit it right on the money, Melody, with the growth mindset. Growth, or you can also call it a problem-solving mindset. Yeah. We need to, when something bad happens, 
have to be able to rather than pretend it's not there or, or get upset that yeah, it's there. Yeah, or get upset that this happened. You need to instead acknowledge it, accept it, and then move forward from there. And I actually want to backpedal a little bit. I think it's okay to get upset. Get up and feel your feelings, but don't let that stop you from getting yeah. around the obstacle. Yeah. And this happens both in training and on race day. And in yes. as we're talking about this, I'm like, oh, this is really deep. <laughs> so no one is, you know, as we stay focused here on the 100 mile distance, like no one is going to have a perfect training plan perfect race if someone who's listening has had a perfect 100 mile race like everything went perfect message us because i want to hear about it where everything went according to plan now you can create a great plan and it will probably help prevent a lot of things sure and that's why we do this podcast right yeah and it will minimize the problems but there's still gonna be a problem that you didn't see coming because you're not out there on your training runs doing 100 miles every weekend. You can't. You it's nearly impossible to mimic a 100 mile race because your body just can't take it, you know, too consistently. So you get maybe one or two a year if you're crazy. You do five or six or really crazy. Or you're like Davy Crockett and you run one every weekend, but yeah, and that's the exception, not the rule. <laughs> yeah, so it's it's. Really, you have to go into an ultra, the mindset of, okay, you know, problems are going to arise, but when they do, I'm going to choose to work my way around them. And that is why I'm doing it because I want to get better at this, you know? Yes. Mentally prepare yourself for when obstacles arise. And Learn how to regulate yourself emotionally. Yeah. And you talk about how a lot of this stuff applies to real life. Like, I think that's the whole point of ultra. Not just to, to get super physically fit. I mean, that's a little, yeah. a little part. That's a part of our motivation. <laughs> but I think we're doing this to have lessons and takeaways that can help us through our everyday life. I mean, to grow like that. Yes. That's just what keeps coming to mind. We do this so we can grow as beings. So how has ultra running helped you grow, Mel? Really good question. I feel like we use ultra running analogies in our life every single day. I feel like when things get hard, we always use the analogy of let's just get to the next aid station. Stop focusing on crossing the finish line because this is really big and overwhelming you know let's be honest we're scared to be parents right we're we're like we have no idea what we're doing i'm starting to get a little bit emotional here i think it's because i'm pregnant everything to cry right now but you know we're we're scared to be parents and looking at that finish line of having a baby here and taking care of it that seems really overwhelming right so, you know, we we were like, let's just focus on the next aid station. Right now, you, we, we got to build a baby registry. We got to, you know, nurture our relationships. So our, our baby comes in the world on a strong foundation. We need to prepare the house, start getting nursery, you know, one step at a time instead of looking at the big picture. I I think that's something that has helped me in, in a lot of places in life where you know, this thing seems really big and, and overwhelming. I feel like it's also 
that I can do anything that I set my mind to. If if something's hard, we know that if we just keep moving, we'll get there. Huge, huge thing that I've taken away from ultra running is the pain doesn't last forever. In life, when I'm in when I'm in a rough spot, things seem really hard. I always know that there's going to be into it, and I'm going to feel better later. And I just have to push through this until I get my second wind. And that has pulled me through so many situations in my life. Yeah, those are those are really good points. And I think I've had very similar takeaways as you. The pain comes in waves. That's what I like to say. It comes in waves. You know, it's going to really suck for a time. But if you can just push through that sucky part, it's better. Oh, yeah. And, and it's going to be worth it. And you're going to be glad that you pushed. Yeah. Yes, you are. It's so along with that, though, with ultra running, everyone talks about what is your why. Yeah. We've so, talked about that a lot on our podcast. Yeah. What is your why? Everyone's like, you got to have, make sure you have a why because if you don't have a why, you're not going to even make it through your training process. Absolutely. So, what, what does that constitute? What is your why? What does that mean? Yeah. <laughs> Well, I feel like your why is your motivation. What is your motivation for doing this? And, you know, we could talk a little bit more about motivation. And it is your motivation so you can tell everybody you ran a 100-mile race or so you can have a, a cool belt buckle? Or, partly. Because part, I mean, partly. We, let's not lie. Like, everybody wants a cool belt buckle. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone who's cool, anyways. Just kidding. But I'm not kidding. Anyways, if that is your motivation... That's not going to pull you across the finish line of a 100-mile race. That might pull you across the finish line of a 5K, maybe even a marathon. But past that, you need a lot more push to to get through the pain that you're going to experience. Yeah. And one thing that I've heard is having a why both for yourself and outside of yourself. Because it's easy to quit. It can be easy to quit on yourself. Um, but it's really hard to quit on other people. I love that. I like to say that you need to have a why bigger than yourself. So we so we talk about doing it for ourselves and for others. I guess I'll give you an example where those two things can line up. For my first 100-mile race, a big why for why I was doing it was I was wanted to prove to myself that I wasn't a quitter. I had some previous experiences in my life where I felt like I had kind of just quit and rolled over and I regretted those experiences. And and so I was fighting that demon and I was using the my 100 mile race to try to fight that demon. Now things got really hard and during the 100 mile race and I wanted to roll over and quit and I was considering that. And then I had a friend text me. We've told this story before. And he talked about doing this for my, I don't, I don't, didn't have any kids at the time. We have our first on the way right now. He talked about being able to tell my kids that I've done this and being able to support them with this story to help encourage them in their life so that they can be able to go chase their dream and feel like they can do hard things as well. Isn't it 
interesting how much our posterity came up during our first 100 mile yeah. training. And this was like, we were still newly married. We weren't thinking about having kids anytime soon. We knew that we wanted kids. I just, I feel like that was a big reason for me too. We always talked about doing this for our kids and teaching them that they can do anything that they set their mind to. And so here's how that worked hand in hand is I don't want my kids to quit on things. I on that unless it's drugs. Yeah. On that <laughs> sports team when things are getting hard, you know, and they're the smallest kid on the football team and they feel like they're getting beat up every day. Like I want my kid to be able to push through persevere and, persevere and find a way to tough that season out still and and make the best of it you know and so if i don't have similar stories to tell them about where i persevered and it came out that way you know then then why would they ever do that well i feel like our kids learn best by example yeah i was always taught that your kids are basically going to become you and so i feel like by working on myself and I, I think this is what you're saying with like bringing the two together like you're doing it for yourself and you're you're also doing it for something bigger than yourself but I think about improving myself and becoming my best self so I can be a good wife so I can be a good mother one day so I can be a good example to my kids so I can be a good example to the people around me yeah yeah and so yeah it comes together right there that's what I was getting to is yeah, that the 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 two I was doing it for myself as well as for those that I love. Doing me. it for yourself, for those that you love, because we. Well, it's both works both ways, right? I, How can I, I, I help like somebody like, if I feel like crap about myself? Right, it's like the whole like oxygen on yeah. a plane analogy. You put yours on first, yeah. so you can help you others put theirs on. Yeah, yeah. So that's that's what I'm saying about it just works both ways. Like, so if you're struggling to find your why, I would just think about what what's do, important yeah, to you. What's important to you? What what do you what are you trying to overcome and how can ultra running line up with that? Because I guarantee you it probably can line up with almost anything. And and I do have to throw out like you don't have to run a hundred miles to grow no this is just this an is, outlet for it yeah this our discomfort of choice also because we really enjoy it i feel like you can you can learn these lessons yeah. in lots of areas of life like i got a friend who's in dental school right now and he he inspires me because he just he went for dental school and he's He's doing great at it and he's studying like crazy. He's just barely had his second kid. He's out, you know, in a different state, you know, part of the country. Anyone who gets their doctorate, kudos to you. You know, and he's holding a family together still. I'm sure it's hard. I'm sure it's trying and pressing. And, but that motivates me when I talk to him and hear how he's doing and what he's doing. And I see that as the equivalent, if not greater, than running a hundred mile training for and running a hundred mile race. And because he tells me all the time, he's like, dude, you're freaking awesome. That's awesome. You're inspiring me. Way to get out there and do these races. And 
And I'm just like thinking the same thing back at him. I'm like, yeah, you're not running 100 miles, but you're you are exerting you're that 100 same miles in a different way. Yeah, you're exerting the same effort forward. So that it can be done in multiple ways. But yeah, it's about have positive, disciplined growth mindset. I think you, you had those are three great points that you you shared for this. So is there much of a difference between discipline and motivation? This, yeah, yeah, for sure. This is what I would say. I feel like motivation is what we've been talking about. Motivation is is our why. Why are we doing what we're doing? And discipline is exerting willpower to do something that you don't really want to do, like getting up at four o'clock in the morning to run when you don't want to. Discipline is for when your motivation runs out. Motivation doesn't require as much willpower because you're motivated, right? Everyone's like, oh, what do I do when I don't have motivation? Discipline is when the motivation is out. And that's when you just, you make yourself do it, even though you don't want to. So you can start to make yourself do it, even though you don't want to at first, because you still have that motivation. I feel like there's, there's, it's your why, right? Like you always got to remember your why. But there's always going to come a point where the actual doing it, you're debating if it's worth it because it's that hard and and the motivation is is going. And you know what your why is, but you're still debating in your head, is this really worth it? You're not going to debate it if you're committed. If you've committed to running a 100-mile race, you're just going to realize this sucks, but I decided that this is what I'm going to do. So you're just going to get out and do it. Right. It takes commitment. Mm-hmm. Now, I will throw in this, though, because there's going to be a lot of obstacles in your training as you go for this goal. And for many people, it's years to reach this this goal. Some people are able to do it within a year. Other people have have, have to overcome a little bit more. But even the people who do it in or, a year, they probably have been training physically for years and years and another sport or, or mentally, you know what I mean? Some, we, yeah. we, we've talked to some people look at uh, Michael Davis, former guest of our yeah. podcast who no, wasn't, wasn't really in the fitness at all and ran a hundred miles a year after he started running. True. And okay. So we, you recommended the book to me, Atomic Habits. Everybody read it now. Yeah. Pause this, go to Amazon, order it. <laughs> It was a really great book. And the author, James Clear, he talks about when you're looking to get into a habit, because we're looking to get into the habit of running every day, working out every day, stretching, getting your strength training in, eating right, getting the needed sleep that you need. You have to institute those habits into your life in order to get that stuff in. And so he talks about like creating systems and getting rid of the deterrence or the things that make it harder to do that thing for the day. So, you know, like what I'm trying to say here is yes, ultimately it is discipline, but discipline, I know this sounds like a little ironic, but I do believe discipline like runs out a little bit. 
I, I feel like willpower runs yeah, out. I, I think the willpower, but yeah. that but willpower to be disciplined. Yeah. yeah. I, I think you know what you're saying. If if it becomes a habit, it doesn't cost willpower yeah. anymore. It yes. just becomes second nature to you. So the goal is to get to the point where your training becomes second nature to you. It, it becomes a lifestyle and really so, for a lot of people. Yeah. And so that's where I think, yeah, I would highly recommend Atomic Habits where he talks about removing the removing the obstacles that stand in your way on getting your run in the morning. So like example, an obstacle would be your phone. Is it by your bed or is it like across the room? If you have to get out of bed to go get your phone, then you're already physically out of bed in order to, you know, turn the alarm off. And then it's easier to just decide, well, I'm up. I think I'm going to go for my morning run. I, I think another example, like, yeah, everyone's different, obviously. So that yeah. might not work for you. Well, well, but... I'm thinking it it's easier for me to pick up my phone and scroll TikTok. Well, what am I saying? I feel like you gave an example of like making it harder um, instead of making well, it easier. Like, like an example would be setting your clothes out in the morning. So here's where. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I get you. I guess we, our minds think differently on this. See, for me, <laughs> because I have to physically get up to turn my alarm off, I'm more likely to go for my run. If my yeah, phone yeah. is, if my phone, meaning, my alarm at phone aka alarm i'm using it as the same thing here who doesn't if, if you're still using alarm clock what what are you doing well <laughs> i'm, I'm saying this in? because I'm, I'm not saying i'm going to get up to go scroll <laughs> i'm saying i'm going to get up to turn uh, my yeah, alarm yeah off. yeah no i get it, I get it. Uh, and so but if my alarm is right next to my bed i am not i am more likely to turn that off just you know roll over turn it off Roll back over, fall back. I okay. I see what Knock you're saying. Not go for my run. I I feel like another example, and this is the one that James Clear gives in his book, is when you work out in the morning, set your clothes out the night before because then it's easier in the morning. Now you don't have to dig through your clothes, try to find other clothes, find your socks, find your shoes. You you eliminate yeah that obstacle. It's so it's easier because then when that alarm goes off, you're like, well, I got everything set out. I just have to grab it, throw it on and get out the door and I'm ready. I don't have to get any water in my pack. You know, everything's all ready to go. I've even heard of some people sleeping in their workout clothes. Yes. So you literally just have to throw your covers off and walk out the door. Yeah, I've heard of that too. So yeah, eliminating obstacles as much as you can. There's still, there's always going to be some sort of obstacle. This is hard. It's why we do it. Right. But the little obstacles that you can remove, it's going to really help in your training. Just like even really, really simple things like putting the junk food in your house on a higher shelf. So it's a yeah. little bit harder to get to, you know? Yeah. Or just out of sight, you know? Yeah. It's which I think, you know, rolling this back though, at its original thing, eliminating obstacles in the end is a growth mindset. It's a problem solving mindset. You're thinking, okay, stops me from getting in my training. And then how can I make it easier so that I, 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 I don't, you're solving you know, all the problems before you run into them. Yes. 
except not all the problems. Yeah, you're still gonna run as many as you can. So, anyways, but there always is just come a point in your training and in your race where you're just gonna have to decide, you know, do I have it in me? Am I gonna am I gonna just tough this one out? You know? That it's there's gonna come a point where you're miserable and you're you're tired of running. But that's why you you decide yeah beforehand that when those moments come up that you're gonna push through. Yes. Exactly. And that's where you reflect, really try to reflect on your why and and try to think of why you're doing this and about why others, why you, how others are going to benefit from you doing this as well. And that's why you get good pacers crew who won't let you quit. Yes, <laughs> yes that that is that is definitely a must. I want to say one more thing before we wrap up here. In the episode with Yoga Mike, he gave us the quote, discipline equals freedom. And that completely changed my mindset on discipline because I consider myself kind of a free bird, free spirit, hate feeling, you know, I hate feeling, I like being my own boss. I I love doing coaching, be able to choose my own hours and do what I want when I want and and in my head, discipline meant I'm trapped and I, I'm constrained to this really tight schedule and it doesn't matter how I feel. I have to do it anyways. And and I, I had a really hard time with the David Goggins mindset. If you go back to our super early episodes, you'll hear me talk about that a lot. And I, I just didn't understand discipline until Yoga Mike said discipline equals freedom. And all of a sudden it clicked for me. And I realized, I, I feel like a good way to explain this is, let's say you eat a lot of junk food, you never move, you gain a lot of weight. Now you're trapped in a body that won't let you do the things that you want to do. When you are disciplined and you eat fruits and vegetables, you drink water, you get up and work out every day. Now you're in a body, you're in a body where you f- are free to do the things that you want to do. And I'm trying to think of another example. Can you think of a- another example where discipline equals freedom? Yeah, I got it. I got an idea right now. So like. <sighs> I feel really tired right now. I see where you're going. Yes. And I have to edit this podcast <laughs> after we get the recording. And But a part of me just wants to go on the couch, watch TV, play on my phone, and then edit it tonight. But, I would say 99% of me wants to do Yes. That. But if I just crack down and just edit this right after we get done recording, then tonight I'm going to have freedom to do what I want to do. That is a good point. I, I thought this is where you're going. This is another example is if you go to bed on time and wake up on time, you're going to feel better and have the energy to do the things that you want to yeah. do during the day versus, oh, I want to stay up till 1 a.m. And then you're tired the next day and you don't get anything done. Yeah, and if you go to bed on time, you can wake up at the butt crack of dawn and you have the freedom to be out on those trails when hardly anyone else is out there, you know, and just enjoying nature and 
and just being there and being present and having the freedom of pushing yourself and starting the day off on the right note rather than just sleeping in and then rushing to work real fast because you slept in. If you haven't experienced the freedom of running in the mountains, there's nobody else around and you feel like you're flying, there's nothing like it. That is the best feeling in the world. And if you train for a hundred mile race and you put in all that hard work and you do your strength training and you get your stretching and, and you make your joints strong and you get those long runs in, you now have the freedom to go attempt a hundred mile race. When most people who were not disciplined and did not get the training in, and a lot of people sign up for hundred mile races and never show up to the start line because they weren't disciplined enough. Right. You know, or they, they got scared. You have the choice to, to show up yeah. and, and do it and your risk of injury goes down. And You give yourself the choice doing that. Thus, your freedom then gets expanded because you were disciplined. And something that we both have talked a lot about is, you know, we'll be like, hey, I'm going on a 16 mile run. And, we'll, and we're like, oh, yeah, sure. We'll come. You know, a few years ago, there's we would be like 16 miles. Yeah, right. But but now the freedom to, oh, 16 mile run. To sure. Yes. Let's go do it. Oh, you know, three backpacking trip. No yes. problem. No problem. Yeah. Let's, I'm down. I have the freedom. I know my bodies can, can handle that. It might be hard still, but I know I can handle it. Exactly. Now, here's the last thing I want to hit on with mindset because I've learned this, you know. So my second 100, first official one, I had decided to back out at one point because my training, I had, I had sustained an injury and my training went not, nowhere near where I, I wanted it to be. I decided I wasn't going to do it. Luckily, one night I was praying and two weeks, two weeks before the race and God told me, you can do it and you need to do it. That was a crazy night. Yeah. And I rarely <laughs> have those kind of like boom God moments where like, I feel like heavenly father is directly like telling me to do something. And so that was a very rare moment for me, but I really felt like he told me you need to do it. And I learned a lot there about just showing up, you know, and That's I think powerful. that is, and I ended up running the race and I finished it much stronger than I was expecting. Just showing up because running a hundred miles is scary. And you've, you've already done it. And yes. I have not seen your anxiety this high in a long time. <laughs> Getting ready for scout in a yes, few weeks. It's scary. It's scary. And there's just a lot of power guys in, in just, show up and do what you can and accept like, I'm just going to do what I can, but I'm going to show up and I'm going to give it my all. So don't quit on yourself before you've given yourself the chance to really show up. You know, it's okay to DNF. It's training. No I, shame went, in that. I went into the U100 knowing that like I had peaked out at like 44 mile weeks, which yeah, that's all right. But I just, you know, I, I didn't feel prepared and I had a constant nagging 
ankle injury that I was dealing with. And I was like, you know what? This ankle might flare up during the race, but oh, well, I'm just going to show up. I'm going to give it my best shot. And if I DNF, I DNF. I'll learn from it. I'll get better. I'll come back next year, you know? And so it's just a lot of power, guys. And when it doesn't go as planned, you know, training or whatever, just just show up. The ultra guys, that's the theme of their show. Just show up. And there's a lot of power in that statement. Give it your all. And you know when if you've given it your all or not, but give it your all and then you just go from there. I feel like that applies to just your workouts every day too. If yeah. you're not feeling good, just just show up. Just show up. Sure. There's uh there's another girl we follow on Instagram. She posts her workouts every day and she talks a lot about, you know, how she every morning she does not want to wait to go on her workout. And then every Every morning she posts about, didn't want to go on my workout today, but after about mile one, this run actually ended up turning into a really great run. That's usually what happens. And she talked about, she's like, I was prepared. She's like, I just went out in order to just see how I felt after I started running. You know, she's like, I was prepared that this run might get cut short. You know, but it ended up happening after I got out and I got moving. The whole run ended up happening. And that's what happened to my U100 race. I was prepared for maybe only 50 miles that day, you know, like because I knew I wasn't 100% trained as how I should be. But I surprised myself. And I think that's the beauty of ultra running. You will surprise yourself, right? Totally. Ooh, I love that. Do you mind? I know we're getting close to wrapping up here. I feel like this is like when you're in a long run with your friends and they're like, oh, we're almost there. We're almost there, but you still have 10 miles. (laughs) Anyways, I want to share this story about showing up. It doesn't have anything to do with running, actually, but this is when just showing up, when that clicked in my head. When my first year of college, I was in a young single adult church congregation and I was I was super shy, fresh out of high school. And I I was super scared to show up. With, I didn't know anybody. My dad always taught me showing up is 99% of success. And, and so I, I remembered that. And so I, I showed up to church and to church activities every single time. I didn't miss one. But I sat in the back. I didn't talk to anybody. And then I left as soon as the activity was over, as soon as church was over. And I did this for a while and pretty soon people started talking to me and I started to get more comfortable and ended up with a really, really awesome group of friends. And I was like, "That this is awesome. Like, I didn't have to like show up and, and insert myself and do all these things and talk to everybody. I literally just showed up, sat down and left. And it resulted in a great group of friends and a really great college experience. You surprised yourself. I surprised myself. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And that that has always stuck with me. So so really, just putting on your shoes, walking out the front door, that is 99% of your success right there. Yes. Yes, it is. And I just want to say this to kind of sum this all up is, yes, you need to be disciplined. Yes, you have to get training in, but you need to understand like 
because this happens to me when I don't, when I'm not perfect with my training, it can be a little bit of a toxic mindset of being like, well, geez, now, you know, and that's where you, then you can get down on yourself. You have to and, give yourself grace. Yeah. You get down and then, and then you start to not believe yourself. And then you start to think, I should pull out of this race. I can't do it. Realize you're not going to be perfect. Yes. You're going to mess up. So be okay with messing up here and there, but you've got to still consistently show up every day and do something. And, and so don't let a non-perfect you know, training plan or training cycle stop you from reaching your goals. Do everything you can to be as prepared as you can and then just accept, you know what? What happened, happened. I'm still going to go for it. And you just show up, you go for it, and you surprise yourself. Amen. So thank you guys for joining us here on the podcast. We uh, Mindset's a big emphasis on this podcast. There's so much to be learned in culture running about mindset. And uh, so we appreciate you guys coming in. If this has helped you, Share it with somebody you know who could benefit from this, whether they have ultra running goals or not. This, this kind of topic can be is just applied to life in general and share it with them. And so that will help us keep growing and keep being able to put out this podcast. If you have a question about anything we talked about in this podcast, or if you have any question related to ultra running that you'd like us to answer on the show, Send us your questions. It send us our questions on our Instagram at trail to one hundred. And just another announcement: we announced it in our last pillar of ultra running. We are currently writing a book right now, a trail to one hundred book that is going to give you all the tools that you need to finish your first one hundred mile race, and we'll keep you updated on the progress there. Thank you, everybody, and we will talk to you all next time. See ya. Hey guys, it's Melody here. Thank you so much for listening to Trail. It means so much to us. I'm really excited to tell you about my coaching business where I help average Joes who are looking for a little bit more out of life do something big to find a little bit more purpose, direction, and meaning. Learn more on my Instagram at the Pine Tree Runner or on my website, melodybateman.biz. Links are in the show notes. I know what it's like to feel stagnant or like something's missing or like you just want more out of life. I was in the same spot. Jacob and I had just gotten married and we were both working nine to five jobs and we just were like, what do we do now? We, we just wanted something more and we listened to David Goggin's book and we decided to sign up for a 50 mile race and since then, we've done 50s, we've done, Jacob's done a couple hundreds, I've done one 100 and, and running has changed our lives. I feel like I always have a goal to work towards. I feel accomplished and proud of myself. I feel like I have learned countless life lessons that have made me a better friend, a better wife, a better daughter, a better person. And I want to give back and help you do the same thing. I'm telling you, running can change your life. 
If you're ready to jump in and sign up for a race, whether it's three miles or 100 miles, I would be honored to help you cross the finish line. If you'd like to learn more or get in contact with me, find me on Instagram at the Pine Tree Runner or contact me through my website, melodybateman.biz. Links are in the show notes. You have so much potential and you are way stronger than you know. Let's find your strength because it's there just waiting to be tapped into.